spanning multiple city blocks near downtown Great Falls, Gibson Park is the crown jewel of our park system. Coming up on this episode of We're No Damn Experts, we're talking about what we know and don't know about the park, including its history as a makeshift zoo. Best damn podcast, the best damn town. You want to get up, get ready to get down. Welcome to the greatest damn town in Montana, Great Falls. I'm Rebecca Ingham. I'm Shannon Newth. And, and we're, we're no, no damn, damn experts. experts. I'm just going to apologize in advance. <laughs> in a punchy mood over there. <laughs> I have gotten some popcorn from you the popcorn yeah, kernel. I'm just trying to, I've had a day and a half long meeting. Mm-hmm. I've got so much stuff to get done this week. And I know... None of you care, and that we're just supposed to be happy and lighthearted. But <laughs> but this if is it the comes reality. out that I might not be the most chipper, <laughs> it's because it's late afternoon. And we're also recording the end of the day, which isn't it's our, our a, ideal time. It's a hit frame. or miss. Yeah. <laughs> so Shannon, what are we talking, <laughs> are we talking about, about today? Well, hopefully, this is what you think we're talking about today. <laughs> Because this is starting a this is in the middle of a series of just us on the podcast for a while. So which is sorry, good. people. Yeah. We are just really gonna get to know our dynamic. <laughs> oh Getting us at a good time. Well, we're talking about Gibson Park. Oh, I love Gibson okay. Park. <laughs> if that's okay with you, we'll talk about Gibson Park today. We've talked about talking about this for a while. We really have. Um and then I in the back of my mind I was like, we should Jump in. Know more about this before we talk about it, but that's not our style. Well, we had Sarah on with City Parks and Rec, yeah, and she true. talked about mm-hmm. the icebreaker, and we kind of yeah. hinted around Gibson Park. We but did. It's a crown jewel of our. It is fifty three city parks. Yeah, when I I say crown jewel, and when I'm at Gibson Park and videos and things, but when I um because I did actually look up and print some things off. I haven't actually read. Oh. <laughs> read any. But I have it. But it lists it on the city website. The jewel of the city park system. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of miles of trail system just within the park. Mm-hmm. Like you don't even have to get out of the park and get on the River's Edge trail system. It's just part of it. To be part of mm-hmm. kind of some trails. I think it's a mile and a quarter. Somewhere mm-hmm. between a mile and a mile and a quarter. The loop around Gibson Park. And it takes you... I like to think of Gibson Park mm-hmm. on that loop as kind of the urban and the rural portion of the park. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, because you've got, if you're looking at the park, and folks, I get it. That I'm going to screw this up for you. But on the <laughs> left side uh-huh. of the park, it's just trees and yeah. grass. Mm-hmm. But the right side of the park is urban. It's got yeah flowers and buildings and play structures and... Um, snacks, I think. The snack still. shack. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the birds. Well, and a newer addition to that right side past the pond, but before the actual Honker Hilton, which if you didn't catch our episode with Sarah, we can talk about the Honker Hilton again. But there's a new, newer area that's like a workout, like a, have you seen this yet? 
It's an no. outdoor work. Sorry to disturb your snack. Asking no. you about workout gear. It's good. I shouldn't be snacking. <laughs> no, but. no, no. This is a casual podcast. You have whatever snacks you want. But there's like workout gear out there now. There's, you know, I the basketball heard, court is, yeah. is next to that. I had heard they were going to put like equipment in. Yeah. And yeah, that's what it is. Here's the thing. I've driven by Gibson Park. I don't know. Probably a lot. 15 times in the last two weeks. Yeah. I haven't paid much attention. Really, well, it's one of those things when you but I'm buy looking it all the for, time. I'm looking for birds. That's the thing. you got to be even more on Bird your aware. game. Bird mm-hmm, aware. Because you don't want to run over birds. That's really frowned upon. It's really a bad plan. <laughs> not not good. Yeah. People get angry. The birds yeah. get angry. Yeah. It's not it's good not for anyone. real good. <laughs> so when we are talking about birds, um, you'll have to go back and listen to The Glory of the Waddle. Yes. My favorite podcast episode of ours so far. And... Um, the important thing, I think, is how many birds are actually in the ponds at Gibson mm-hmm. Park. And there's they're beautiful in and of itself. In, in and of itself, mm-hmm. they've got the shooting sprays, like the, we're going to oh, call it the Bellagio Fountain. fountain. <laughs> yeah. The little great balls. <laughs> Bellagio Fountain. Yeah. And then all the birds that are in that area and mm-hmm. how... I'm going to say aggressive. And aggressive isn't necessarily bad in this tone. It's if you've got food, they want it. And they're going to come up and let you know, hey. They're not afraid of humans. I'm willing to accept the food that is in your Mm -hmm. hand. Yeah. And I will peck you if you don't want to give it to me. Right. Geese are not the nicest creatures in the world. They, you know, proceed with caution. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Pretend... It's a bison in Yellowstone. (laughs) Don't try to go pet it. There's been, this is a brief tangent. (laughs) Okay. Oh, not about our birds. Not about about our birds. The fluffy cows. Used to work in news. We'd have stories all the time about this. I'm like, when is this going to stop? And now I look just within the last week, multiple things on Instagram have popped up. Like, hey, this person was pet. Thankfully, one was like, she took her selfie with it and the bison just laid there. Don't count on that. That's not normal. There's other ones where a woman narrowly missed getting like they are not. It's not a petting zoo. They are not always going to be docile little creatures. They're well, angry. And then the whole picking up of the oh. baby elk. Don't pick yeah. up the babies. No, no. They're, they're wildlife. This is wildlife. Even if you have the best intentions, that's just it doesn't. It's probably not no. the way you're going to raise your children. <laughs> <laughs> like just leave them and see what happens right but hey it's this nature. is nature right so just i mean just keep that in mind whether it's yellowstone glacier or gibson park right don't try to pet the animals honestly though they're gonna let you pet them. right yes <laughs> but on their terms don't right. don't go up with your hand reached out unless you want to get bit right because they're gonna go for the food because right. that's what we've trained them for. right yeah now, the Snack Shack, mm-hmm. last time I was there, mm-hmm. you could pick up a package of bird food. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Actual bird food. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the food that you feed the birds. Mm-hmm. Don't feed them bread. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the common thing you think of, right? It's breadcrumbs. But I've seen people with a whole loaf of white <laughs> bread just, just going to here's town. A, here's a slice of bread. That's a lot. At what point mm. in anyone's education 
have you determined that birds like sandwiches? Right. <laughs> like they a don't. loaf of bread every day. <laughs> They're not eating that stuff in the wild. That's a really good point. Yeah. Why did we decide bread was the way to go? I don't have any idea. I kind of want to do a deep dive into this situation now. <laughs> but get the food from the snack shack. Yeah. The bird food. Not yeah. the nachos don't that you're going to consume a hot dog. yourself. Yeah. But the actual bird food, and it comes out like a pellet of something yeah. that I'm assuming is bird approved. That's more appropriate to feed a bird. Yeah. yeah. That is, I've never really thought about that. It's just like, oh, this is what, take some dried bread, feed it to the birds. Yeah, I wonder where that came from. I have no idea. Huh. I want to I find mean, out. Honestly, bread's not even good for us. No. From what I've heard. Yeah. I'm Most still kinds it. Of, yeah, it's still delicious. I love it in the morning with some peanut butter on mm. there. But I just, this is another side note. <laughs> I just made some homemade bread this last week, a couple days oh. ago. And it was from, I got the recipe from an Irish cooking class I took with Nourish here in Great Falls. Oh. And uh, it's Irish soda bread. So it doesn't require oh, yeast. It I doesn't do require like. eggs. Four ingredients. It was flour, salt, baking soda, and buttermilk. I do love some good soda yeah. bread. So I was like, well, this seems like something I can actually handle. Also, um, since we're talking about bread. Yeah. <laughs> which is exactly what we expected yes. to do today. My brother makes amazing buns. Oh. And I love my brother's buns. <laughs> now, in addition to that, my to mom hear. makes really good homemade bread. Mm. And um, there's just nothing better than fresh, no. hot bread mm. out of the oven. Yes. And I know that my... Um, nieces mm -hmm. are fond of the bread as well so we are oh. bread connoisseurs yeah. i'm gonna say but mm. man if you got fresh hot bread butter with some jam on it Ooh, uh, it's hard to beat that and you can get that in a lot of our local <laughs> establishments it's true yes see it connects yeah we're there the just don't bring it to the park and feed it to the no ducks. you eat that yourself yep. yeah mm -hmm. that's human food yeah you're not going to eat duck food don't force the duck to eat human food. Yeah. Do they, are, I mean, other birds like worms. I don't know if ducks and geese do, but I don't mm -hmm. want to eat a worm is the point. Unless I'm like stranded and that's all I have to offer. Would you? Would you? <laughs> if I was like, yeah, I would pick a worm over other things to start with if I was stranded <sighs> on an island and starving. <laughs> this is really going in a lot of directions. I will tell you this, Shannon. <laughs> Um, you're going to have to eat the worm before I do because I'm okay. going to be able to just sustain a little bit longer <laughs> off of my own reserves. Well, okay. But at some point there's, you're going to have right. to make a choice. A hundred percent. Let's just hope this is never a scenario that we have to be I don't in. know if ducks eat worms. Yeah. Maybe they do. I don't know either. Well, okay. okay. We've established a lot of things we don't know about the ducks and the geese. But they are phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Just, um, I made my friend Jackie one year come up. I shouldn't say made. I think Forcefully she wanted to. Invited. I think she wanted to be here. <laughs> yeah. And we went out and did just a little photo shoot. Mm. Um, she's a fantastic photographer. Mm -hmm. And I asked her to come take photos with me. And then I kind of tagged along because I'm not a good photographer. Like, I luck out every now and again sure. and get a few yeah kind of gems yeah just not a good photographer she's great mm -hmm. and she captured one of the cutest little images i ever saw yeah. of the swans that oh. are at gibson park and it's the black and the white one yeah and they're going towards each other with their heads almost 
oh. making a heart shape. Wow. Um, so good job, Jackie. Yeah. That's uh, Jackie Fox Witchman Photography. Okay. I think she just goes around Jackie Witchman Photography. Okay. That's just um, unpaid advertising, which I probably <laughs> should welcome, not have done. Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> but the point is you can get some really photogenic moments with those birds yeah mm-hmm. they will pose for you mm-hmm. they do so yeah. nature photography is on your bucket list check it it's off a good at spot to Park. Go. yeah it's also fun if you happen to come when they're doing either the bird release or roundup the roundup is especially fun because you can happen to get photos of if the city workers slip and fall in the pond while they're trying to round up the the birds which i think is awful that that's what you wish for no, but it, it, i'm not wishing for it but <laughs> one time again when i was working at the tv station and was doing i was doing a story about that and i poor guy fell while i was filming him rounding up the birds it's gonna happen you it put is. a camera on me i'm gonna trip and fall <laughs> no matter what well and they're walking in waders in a pond that is chilly and has what i imagine is not necessarily a, a clean dry, uh, bottom to Right. It. It's going to be a little slickery at the yeah. bottom. Mm-hmm. A little slimy. So, so yeah. if we move past the ponds. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think we've adequately covered <laughs> the wildlife component okay. of this. Well, the current wildlife. <laughs> the flower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to call it a labyrinth because mm-hmm. it's kind of in a circle. Yeah. With that stone arch. Yeah. I love it's beautiful. And it has some senses of kind of just a wildflower field. Mm-hmm. To me, it could just be every time I'm there, it's not It's not been recently groomed by the master gardeners. <laughs> okay. But I'm assuming it's not. There's just yeah. some great wildflowers mm-hmm. that grow in that little circle garden. Yeah. I love it. And when we tell you to stop and smell the roses. <laughs> That's the spot. Do it. Because yeah. it is... I mean, you're in the middle of the city, mm-hmm. but it takes you that moment to kind of just reset and go, oh, yeah, <laughs> number four was taken, but mm. look at what beauty <laughs> surrounds I have me. opportunity to see. And folks, that's a, <laughs> don't even tell you don't them need to, to worry. It. Yeah. You don't need to worry about that. It's just a little Side something note. that happened to Rebecca today. Just another <laughs> But the beauty that surrounds yes. us in that park, mm-hmm. and right now with the oh, rain that we've had, perfect. Oh, mm-hmm. you can't fall more in love with community like ours during no. this time. It's vibrant because the grass is such a nice lush green. The flowers are all happy and blooming, excited. Mm-hmm. I've been to a friend of mine got married in Gibson Park, oh. and the archway to that was where they stood to do their vows. So that was the backdrop. I've known a lot of people. I say that like there's a lot. I have known of people who've mm-hmm. gotten married there. Yeah. It's um, beautiful. I think it's absolutely amazing mm-hmm. to be able to do that. And ample opportunity to make new friends if you're going to get married in a park. Right. Random you will people will just some- show up new guests new friends Mm -hmm. which i think is amazing right so if you're open to that and if you do it on a wednesday evening Mm -hmm. you get free live music (laughs) hey if you want a cheap wedding this is the way if you're a frugal fella or lady Uh let me tell you we can help plan the cheapest (laughs) 
wedding you would ever experience. Yeah. And probably the most beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you'll get some new friends out of the deal, too. Yeah. I like that. And we say Wednesday evenings because our municipal band during the summer is providing free live concerts at the Gibson Park Band Shell. Did we talk about the live music that is happening at the library when we did our summer events thing? The best damn summer episode last week. No, we didn't. We missed an opportunity because... In addition to the music that you can have at Gibson Park, which mm-hmm. I come down this way because the library's two blocks away. Yeah. They've got some great lineup of music, oh. local and regional music playing in mm. their little. The, where they have the fountain outside yeah. the front entrance. Yeah. That's a pretty entrance in and of itself, too, to oh, a it's building just downtown. Yeah. We should do a podcast I, on just the library. We should. Yes. Just the history, the architecture, yeah. the. And the new. Speaking of murals in our community, there's a mural on the outside of the library talking about Alma Jacobs, who is Montana's first state librarian. Part of the uh, black and white series, Mm -hmm. I call it, because we got Charlie and then Paris has got one in that same style as people. With the murals. Yeah. Yeah. Back to Gibson Park. (laughs) Uh We'll walk back from the library over to Gibson Park. Do you have on the paper that you printed out, um, <laughs> like the acreage or square footage of I, how big that park is? That's what I was looking for was the acreage. I don't have that. I believe it takes up. Well, I'm trying to think because it's from five city blocks. It's like six city blocks, I think, yeah. because of technically it's from like first to central to sixth or something like that is it's what a, it encompasses well and you were yeah. saying that my one and a mile one and a quarter mile yeah loop it's somewhere between it's over a mile and i think a little less than a mile and a quarter is the the walking path or running path loop yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah see yeah this doesn't have yeah well if, if it pops here. out to you in addition <laughs> like, yeah We've talked about now the the loop, the the walking mm-hmm. loop, mm-hmm. the outdoor basketball court, the fitness equipment, yes, the uh, ducks, mm-hmm. the ponds, the snack shack, the flowers, yes, and it has Vinegar Jones's cabin, yes. And you know what? I realized. Well, I didn't just realize this today, but I realized I should learn more about it today is that I knew that that's what the name of it was, but I didn't know. I haven't educated myself on Vinegar Jones up until this point. So I was like, if I'm going to say Vinegar Jones, I should probably know something about Vinegar Jones. Would Do you, you know anything? Would you learn, what did you learn about Vinegar Jones? Well, I learned that I copied and pasted some information onto a page. Um, <laughs> I hope it's all so right. I will read. Well, it, they, yes, I didn't make this up. Okay. But <laughs> <laughs> That's a good start. Yes. Uh, Especially for our podcast. That's a exactly. real great start. So I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll just read some things off okay. the sheet as I look at it. So it says that it was built in the spring of 1884. The Vinegar Jones Cabin is the city's only building remaining from the first year of the original town site. I did, did know you, that. Do you know that part? Okay. I thought we were going to actually talk about Vinegar well, Jones. This, I'm okay, you're getting, getting there. there. I'll well, be patient. <laughs> this is more about, okay, here, the section. Who was Vinegar Jones? I'll skip to that one. Uh, his real name was Whitman. Whitman Gibson Jones. Hold on. Wait a second. Gibson? 
That's not a very common middle name. No. Paris Gibson, Whitman Gibson Jones. We're going to have to do this. <laughs> Maybe you didn't even learn as much as you needed to about the, like, we're one sentence into your written like, Wait story. Wait a second. Maybe that's how Paris showed up here with his flour milling expertise. Ah, uh, WG, uh, first cousin of Great Falls founder Paris Gibson. There we go. Jones was named Whitman after a pioneer missionary, a friend of his mother's, and Gibson for his mother's maiden name. Ah. Solved it. <laughs> I knew if you read. I looked down the page. Well, I had read. to create some suspense there. Right. Keep people listening. Really, like it was a murder <laughs> mystery podcast oh. that we do now. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Well, it occurred, well, as I was reading, Gibson. Weird. Anyway, so he's commonly known as Vinegar. <laughs> <laughs> Any idea why? Uh, not according to this page. I bet you he was a salty he was fella. Probably, yeah. Well, it says a colorful common man yeah. hero. So I'm sure it had something to do with the personality. I think yeah. um, Vinegar and I would have been just <laughs> thick as Especially thieves. today. <laughs> probably. Uh, he owned and preserved the cabin from 1890 until his death in 1931. He was a carpenter, builder, house mover. Which well, that apparently is a title, an early preservationist. Well, the cabin itself mm-hmm. was not built where it is. It was moved. So did yeah. Vinegar move it? Mm. Well, I think the city... It pro- was built on the south side of the original Great Falls town site by a Fort Benton carpenter named Josiah Peeper. Peeper? Peeper. P-E-E-P-E-R. That's Peeper That's in my Peeper, book. right? <laughs> it says, we believe the cabin was the first permanent house. Yes, yes, yes. Um, in 1890, Mr. Gibson Jones bought a lot across from Fifth Avenue South and moved the cabin to the new site. Okay. Jones built an addition on the back of the cabin. The Jones family lived there until 1912 when Jones moved a two-story frame house to the same lot. Huh. Uh, cabin. Okay, the cabin survived fires. Did we know that? Did you know that? Um, I no. I'm gonna go with no. Okay. Uh, it survived demolition permits, and then it was huh. bought by Mark Blum and Dale Nelson in the early 2000s, and that's uh when the Historic Preservation Committee was approached to help preserve that. In December 2002, the cabin was moved to the city's yep. Gibson Park. I knew that. Okay. So let me ask, because I'm pretty sure you know. Oh. Was just moving houses <laughs> from one lot to another common like a practice? Comment in order, like that's a t- part of your work title? In the Is 1900s? Your house like, oh, I like that house, but we're going to put it on this lot. It seems far more difficult than just trying to build, a new, especially when at that time they were, you know, they're smaller. They're not the... Right. Homes not... we think of today. And I also have to think moving them were a little bit more of a challenge. Right. Than it's they not, were. we don't have this big like semi and these big equipments you right. can lift and it seems more challenging to me, especially if it's very far. But I just am gonna go on record and saying I probably in the nineteen hundreds would not have been moving houses. No. I, I would have like, moved sign me up for that. To a different house. Right. But I'm not gonna pick up a house and move it. Well, and then how much how much is he charging as a house mover? Like, again, is it but financially... But two houses. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He bought Vinegar Jones. He bought the cabin movement yeah. added on, yeah. which the addition is gone. Yeah, <laughs> it's mm-hmm. no longer there. Who knows what happened to that? And then Got another two-story the house. He bought that and uh-huh. then moved it. Yeah, what is going on? I don't know. Maybe he just really, just really exciting for him to do that. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's an oddity, <laughs> but that's just me. It, it does, but maybe that's what thing. I did learn from you reading <laughs> is that I thought Vinegar Jones built the cabin oh no see so josiah peeper needs to get more credit he really does Mm -hmm. i don't know why vinegar jones well because he's the one who moved vinegar's cousin yeah it was paris gibson so So, it's about who you know it's about who you know it's a lesson in life and i apologize Uh, to every guest i've ever told that vinegar jones built that cabin sorry josiah i apologize mr peepers and to every guest there we go. There you go. There's my public apology. I'm glad we got that out. I will out. go on tour later. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah, you can book me. Yeah, to apologize <laughs> to the Peeper family. Yeah. Yeah, but huh. apparently it's nicknamed the little cabin that could. It well, says because it survived the elements, fire, demolition. Yeah. The moves. Multiple Although who moves. knows what happened to the addition. Fire? I'm going to go with fire. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe they just didn't take care of it. Yeah. I mean, because that's where that they part lived. became dilapidated. You can see today mm-hmm. Vinegar Jones's cabin. You can see inside the cabin how it would have been lived in. Yeah, which I find really cool. You that can't go inside the cabin, but it's really not that it's big. Not very large. It's like this. So room. just look in the windows because yeah. mm-hmm. it's you're not missing anything. Is there? I forget. Are there like um, mannequins of people in that one? No, I don't think so. That always creeps me out. It would freak me out, especially in that cabin in that park. Uh huh. They're just like, ah. Because yeah. it's got, uh, the park itself's got really great, kind of old timey lamps, I'm going to call oh, it, street yeah. lamps. Mm-hmm. And so if you were to accidentally see a human being in there, like a shadow, every Ooh. time yeah. would freak me out. Yeah. I'd, yes, agreed. But how much fun would it be to sneak <laughs> one in? <laughs> Let's see what happens. Well, mm. maybe come during Halloween and see what yeah. we come up with. And then we put a hidden camera there so we can see people's reactions <laughs> and post it to our social channels. Yes. Ooh, I like this. This is a new good, content. Yeah. <laughs> new maybe content in, in like the in the winter when yeah. we yeah we need some more strategy. Then there we go. It's a perfect time. <laughs> it's, it's dark so mm-hmm. early. Oh yeah, that's a good point too. Yeah. Because mm. um. So, Vinegar Jones's cabin, mm-hmm. a little bit piece of history, yeah. not a play structure, not a play area. No, and please don't do anything to it. Yeah. What is interesting to me is it clearly has a front door mm-hmm. and then there's the back of the cabin. Mm-hmm. When you're in the back part of that cabin, kind of more down towards that walking trail, mm-hmm. it looks like to me that there is like a old timey stonehenge fence Mm -hmm. with some steps up which has always led me to believe that maybe there was a cabin there all the time right but it was there yeah it hadn't been there a long time no really in the scheme of things it hasn't been there that long no so i didn't know i thought it'd been there a lot longer than 2002 yeah yeah no it's um it just looks old but it's a piece of history yeah which i think is pretty neat what's do you know do you ever remember seeing it before it lived in Gibson Park? No. Because in my world, 
it's only ever lived in, in Gibson, Gibson Park. Park. Yeah. But see, the thing is, I've been to Great Falls before, like in the 80s. Yeah. I don't recall ever being in Gibson Park, so. Mm. I remember the first time when I came to Great Falls and I drove by Gibson Park and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. Like, this is really neat. And again, this is why we always encourage people to get off of the main drag when they come to Great Falls. Well, there's just so much to see. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you it even feels a little wrong to me when I say you should go to our city park. Mm-hmm. One of the 53 or 57 of them. Yeah. However many there are. Mm-hmm. A lot. But it is such an interesting park to me. There's mm-hmm. just so much to see. There's so much to engage in. Mm-hmm. And in addition to what we've already talked about, if you have kids, they've got oh. great play structure there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Swings spot to run around. And, um, merry-go-round mm-hmm. and a few other things fort like things yeah. i think mm-hmm. and i just think there's so much unique opportunity in that one park to mm-hmm. either stop and smell the roses <laughs> listen to live music mm-hmm. get chased by geese birds mm-hmm. have a picnic go for a walk mm-hmm. i mean there look at the history of vinegar jones's cabin which i'm gonna also tell you <laughs> Great backdrop for photos. Yeah. yeah. Good like point. if you want to do your little couple selfie or <laughs> get, you know, mm-hmm. this was my trip to Great Falls, mm-hmm. photo of yourself and all the other stuff for the gram. It's a perfect place to do it. Yeah. Spring, summer, winter, fall. Mm-hmm. It does not matter. It's a beautiful place to take photos. And speaking of winter, going okay. back to the pond. Oh. They used to have ice skating on that pond. When you say used to, that mm-hmm. leads me to believe they don't do that anymore. Not as a, not as like a, this is a thing. Like, I guess you can go out on your own risk, yeah. but it's not a. Organized. Right. Okay. At least it hasn't been. I mean, for a while. Like right? how long's a while for you? Um, decades nope i'm really? gonna go with i know people are skating on that pond yeah. all the time but didn't it used to be like this was the place to go to ice skate in great falls that i don't know i think it was i, f- I feel like i remember hearing that from okay from people it's like it you so when i say that i mean it's like you can go at your own risk and go but out like they I had think. used to have lifeguard wi- well, whatever lin- winter lifeguards are. i don't know about that i just feel like maybe you could have rented skates there oh i might be speaking out of turn i just know it used to be more of like a if this is say, the place we ice skate if you say it with some more conviction have i not <laughs> taught you anything <laughs> well i said it and then you were questioning me so I wasn't well sure. just because i think <laughs> you can still go skating there Do if we, the pond freezes we should ask sarah and be like are you discouraged from doing that it would probably be a good idea if we consulted park and rec about this yeah so i take this all with real quick (laughs) take all of this with a grain of salt right but but we've got photos of people ice skating in the last couple years okay and the only reason i say that is because we got the photos because they were there they were there doing it yeah and we just happened to be there and go hey Hey. can we take photos of you like we usually do sign your life away if we make millions of dollars off your likeness mm -hmm. tough crap yeah and they're like yeah that'd be awesome yeah and they were fantastic photos cool and the family was having a great time yeah 
Okay. So it's a thing, but I think it used to be more of like, this was the thing to do. A structured thing. Yeah. Now, hey, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. If for some reason we get actual information that deters (laughs) us from telling you to do that. Yeah. You can always go up to the iceplex. Right. Rent skates. Do the skate up there. Yes. And you don't have to worry about falling through ice there. Correct. Because you want to make sure it's frozen. Real cold. And while we're on the topic, you can't swim in this pond. Nope. You shouldn't swim in this pond. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to assume cops would be called if you end up swimming in that pond. And also just What is it? Like a foot? A two foot? It's not deep and just... Ew. The birds live there. Let's give you a quick lesson on (laughs) nature. Birds don't have their own little porta potty. No, and they don't care. They don't care where they go. Mm -mm. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Can you imagine what the bottom of the water looks like? Remember how we talked about people slip on it? Oops. Yeah. Yuck. It's poop. (laughs) Some people need the full connected the dots. Like, this is why we're telling you this. Yeah. Um, to get off of poop and swimming. Thank you. Um, Switch us do up. you know anything about the mini Statue of Liberty statue? I don't. <laughs> okay. The, but it is a unique little feature. It is. People always, I forget about it just because a lot of the rest of the things are in kind of like the middle of the park, but this is along the outer edge as you're walking. You can see it when you're driving down Second, Second Avenue North. North. Mm-hmm. No, and I think it is an oddity, and I love it. There is also, um, if we're going to talk about it, a statue of Paris Gibson Mm, in the park, which is a commanding, beautiful statue. But the statue, the mini Statue of Liberty, it makes no sense. No, but it is kind of funny because we have the Statue of Liberty, and then a few blocks away downtown is Times Square. That is true. <laughs> so we have these. <laughs> Look at all these bucket list things you can get connected, right? Checked off your list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In- See the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> if you take your picture at the right like angle, maybe you can get. It maybe to it does look, look like life size. <laughs> yeah. It, she's much smaller. She's up on a pedestal. A thing. large. Yeah. So she's still tall, but not. Yeah. France's gift to us, tall. I was gonna yeah. say she's almost your size. Yeah. She, yeah. <laughs> I should go find something to stand on and see how tall I bet you actually you guys next would door. probably be pretty close. <laughs> Prob- probably. Size. Yeah. That was a funny joke at Shannon's yes. expense because no, she's that's short. Okay. Five foot two over here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, think- I'm the first one who's worked here in this organization in quite a while that hasn't had some decent height on me. I just like not being the shortest person <laughs> yeah. in the office yeah. anymore. I got that covered mm, in most places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For quite some time. Yeah. You're oh, welcome. Um, thank you. That's why you hired me. Yeah. <laughs> so I could make fun of your height. That's it's okay. I'm used to it. It's been a life lifelong thing. Okay, so yeah, I just I was I totally forgot until we were talking about right. the little Statue of Liberty there. Mm-hmm. Now, Gibson Park is connected to Elks Riverside Park. Yes. Through a tunnel mm-hmm. underneath an old train track. You still. I mean, used a current train track. Train track. It's been there for a while, but it's still used. There you go. <laughs> I'm trying yeah, to think how far like, down it goes, and it doesn't go very far. May, well, maybe then there's multiple tracks because that it still that goes across, and then I it know, goes across, across, across the underpass. You know. Yeah. 
It connects further. I'm going to take some pictures. Okay. Well, maybe one will turn out and we can use it. But <laughs> but it's a lighted tunnel that goes mm-hmm. from Gibson Park over to Elk Service Park. When we say tunnel, it's you fully see daylight. There's no it's Oh, yeah, there's scary. no dark. No, it's what's not it? very <laughs> 10 Five feet. Shannons long. <laughs> yes. Yes, probably. So 25 some odd feet. Yeah. I like that we're measuring things in my height now. <laughs> well, I just had to keep the joke keep going. That going. Yeah. Um, if that. It I've isn't very long. A few times yeah. It. It's not that long. It's, no. It is a little tunnel, but it is cute and it connects yeah. the parks. And I bring that up because then that gets you onto the other portion of the River's Edge Trail, right. which is kind of this loop de loop of a bunch of trail systems. Mm-hmm. All within Gibson Park. Yeah. And on the other side of that, too, I mean, I know this is about Gibson Park, but just to mention the skate park, our great skate park is on the other side of that, too. So, Maddie for years had a dream of getting getting a famous person on our podcast Mm -hmm. to talk about our skate park, but it hasn't happened yet. That particular, I I saw when I inherited my work phone that that is in my contacts. (laughs) It's like, oh. Fun. You know, the things that you find out. Yeah. One <laughs> you know, day. I was like, huh. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe, maybe there's, yeah, we can still work on that. We've got a pretty big celebrity coming up. So it's not like we we're do. immune to it. No, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited to talk to this person. I am pretty excited. Yeah. I've never met him. Oh, really? Never. I, I feel like I've met him. I don't know. I'll share. We'll find yeah. out. We'll find out. <laughs> So there we are, teasing you some more about yes. a future episode. Coming up later this month. Yippee. When we talk to him. So Shannon, what yeah. is your favorite feature of Gibson Park? Mm, my favorite feature. Well, I like the pond. I tend to be drawn to water oh. features and water things. Um, the Bellagio. But the spray. <laughs> Bellagio, yes. But I, the flowers, though, really, like, I, they're, that's just a beautiful really picturesque area so i i might say the flowers and i'm i might be making it up again we might just have to have sarah back on the podcast or (laughs) clarify all these things we're going to talk about this but i believe the master gardeners in great falls which is just a group of people who love to garden Mm -hmm. maintain that yes so although park Mm -hmm. and rec like does the mowing of that lawn Mm -hmm. those flowers are maintained by a volunteer group of people yeah. Um, so just to imagine how much you love your community, mm-hmm. that you have people who are willing to tend to kind of that landscape feature yeah. within a city park. And be so for prou- you. Be proud of it to, yeah. to be there and take care of that for everybody. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of pride, yeah. I think, for that. So I did. I used to live uh, downtown. And so. I loved Gibson Park because if I wanted to go for a run or something or go for a walk, it was easy for me to just go do it, do that. Yeah. Go down a few blocks. And when I got my, when I got Watson, when I got my dog, when he was a puppy and I was, I would take him over there and that's where we were learning to walk on the leash and stuff. So it's a great, it's a great area to, if you need like a designated spot that you want to run or walk, safe area to do that, train your dog. Yeah. So I have fond memories from over the years of doing different things. And there's a lot of events that happen there too. I mean, this last weekend, the Dandelion Run uh, was it's there. It's a common or place no, to... it was not. I'm sorry. It was at West Bank Park. But it's a common place to do It's those. a common place to start or end, I think. Yeah. Uh, the Pumpkin Run mm, starts yep. and ends there. The Easter... Don't they do the Easter egg hunt there? 
They do the mm-hmm. Easter egg hunt. I think they do the burn the bird over there. Yeah, it might be a start and end point over there. Yeah. The icebreaker is uh, ends right there. <clears throat> so there's a lot yeah. of activities that happen in Gibson Park. Uh, Alluvians get out and play event mm-hmm. that's happening later this month. That's at Gibson Park. Mm-hmm. The library, which we talked about, does yeah. story walks at yes, Gibson Park. Yes, those are fun. Mm-hmm. Which I've not gotten to do one yet, but um, they it's a walk where you get the story told to As you. As you go through it, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a really unique thing, and it yeah. combines kind of that education and mm-hmm. outdoor activities. And it's nice because there's lots of trees too so it's shaded like it's you can get that good combination of kind of the shade and sunshine as you're going around it too i am positive we have mentioned this in the past but i'll say it again because it is gibson park named Mm -hmm. after our founder Mm -hmm. there are a lot of trees because gibson was kind of into a big tree-lined boulevard Mm -hmm. style that's why we have so many trees yeah and I might be making this up too, but I think <laughs> okay. we were the first ever Tree City USA. Ooh. I'm I'm kind of I'm thinking ninety percent right okay. on that. But again, that's pretty confident. It'll be fun to have Sarah back to yeah, fact check like, everything about have to, this episode. <laughs> I have to go back and fact check all of this before we do a bunch of disclaimers at the beginning. No, I think yeah, I, you know who we should ask too, who we should have back is Tony, Doctor. Uh, wholesale to come and clarify all of these things because he's done research on That's parks true. in the boulevard district so we sh- we need to have him back on well multiple times because he's researched a lot of things but i know one of them was about trees yeah okay so we'll we'll have him back on i'd like to know what kind of trees are indigenous to this area mm. what, what kind of trees we have the most of yeah what do I you think, think they're cottonwood i have no clue yeah do we have maple trees uh, we planted maple trees in our backyard, so mm. I think <laughs> I learned I learned from one of our episodes mm-hmm. um, that the Russian olive that you can plant, yeah, and is seen all over in our community, is actually an invasive species. I've heard that, and yes. I don't think you can actually buy them anymore and because plant them that's because they're an invasive yeah. species. A lot of the beautiful yellow colors that you're seeing on the fields and stuff around here, those are some very noxious weeds. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's levels of noxious. I just know that one's <laughs> real invasive, really high. <laughs> like that one's going to be one's an obnoxious mm-hmm. <laughs> really don't like that one yeah well i even saw in an empty lot that's for sale where it's been just dirt on 10th avenue south all of a sudden there's like just a garden Flowers. of yellow happening there yeah they're not in our little flower garden at gibson park though no and please don't try to put them there they're very obnoxious <laughs> you know on the, the flowers leave very <laughs> noxious weed rating they're at the top mm-hmm. obnoxious <laughs> That's not uh, a real thing, people. Right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Please Just so don't you think know. that. Yeah. What we, uh, we know. you had a good episode though. This was before my time. About yeah. if invasive species, right? It is a fantastic episode, and I I reminisce on that, and I go listen often because there's so much that we learned in that episode. Yeah, a lot to you like take notes while you're listening to. Yeah, it. and we've got some great invasive species <laughs> material here. Um, just a really great episode. So if you haven't gone, we're not going to talk about it again, but there you go. I have I have a, a note that I, in my notes, okay. that 
It says pond offers outdoor skating in winter months as safety allows. Right. So this right, which it has we to said, be frozen, but it doesn't. But so this from the city doesn't specifically say not allowed. It's Correct. On your like we said, so yeah, it's what we thought. I just saw Statue of Liberty replica. Oh, <laughs> see, I have so much information in my hand here. It'd have been nice if you read it before we got on the air. But it's more fun this way. <laughs> Is it? Remember, we're no damn experts, so you tell me not to prepare for these, so I didn't. That's true. Okay, so Statue of Paris Gibson, 1928. Statue of Liberty Replica, 1951. One of 200 placed around the country as part of the Boy Scouts of America 40th anniversary. Oh, that's a really there cool you go. thing. Yeah, and one of 200 around the country, which really is not that many. No. That's cool. That is really awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Boy Scouts of America. We helped with the International Scout Expo. We did. And right above your head behind you is our little plaque that we got from the Scout Expo. If we had video, you could see it, but we don't. I don't know if we had video still, if you could see that. It would be a really wide, tall view. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) Um, we have this. There's another. Okay, there's another statue. Is it the rock what looks like a lion? Um, well, it's of a human, so unless it's supposed to be representing that. You know, on the corner of Gibson, on the left side, the rural side, yeah. there's that multi-rock mm-hmm. statue. Yes. I think it looks like a lion. Oh. Um, well, it's supposed to be a statue of Captain John um, Mullen. This is not the Not same. ringing any bells. Okay. I know that, you know, him, but. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows Captain Jack Mullen. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> you can see where he's uh, buried out of the Highland Cemetery as part of the Waking the Dead tours. I just tell you, that is one of the coolest events I think our community does. I have never, I've done, I've talked with organizers, I've previewed it for us, but I've never actually gotten to attend it. I just have a thing. <laughs> You're going to learn more than you oh, ever dear. do. <laughs> I, have a, I think it's cool to go to cemeteries okay. and see those old headstones. Yeah. They used to be so so elaborate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Ornate and Mm -hmm. like people painstakingly carved it before there were water jet machines. Yeah. That just drilled into granite. Can you imagine the work that went into those? And then to transport those. Right. Heavy. They're huge. And how long it would have taken. Mm -hmm. So you're just in an unmarked grave until that shows up. I didn't really think about that aspect of it is how long after they were actually buried did these headstones. Right. Yeah. And I've seen some really intricate, amazing headstones. Yeah. And I know that might be creepy to some people, but no, hey, but they're open. The history Go there. and see who's yeah. dead here. <laughs> Just that, should we add that to our marketing? <laughs> We're going to do an entire campaign now about Go and these see are the people who are dead here. <laughs> Including Captain John Mullen. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and for those who don't know... He was a surveyor who constructed the military road from Fort Benton to Walla Walla, Washington in 1862. Mullen Road. That makes sense. Yep. (laughs) So apparently there's a, not apparently, there is a statue of him in Gibson Park. Yeah. I cannot think of where it is, though. I've seen it, but it's not the same thing I'm thinking of. You're thinking of the The lion thing? Yeah. Or things that you think is a lion? I'm pretty sure it's a lion. It's a lot like the rock sculptures over in West Bank. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, one other thing, again, I didn't really. This episode's going to just trail line. off and off and off because you're going to find a bunch of stuff we don't know yeah. anything mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. There are um, very minimal rental fees, like we were talking about, if you want to rent the band shell or the flower gardens. How much is the band shell to rent? Well, Rebecca, the band shell is fifty to seventy-five dollars. Huh? I'm not That's sure what affordable. it is. And then the fee, <clears throat> excuse me, the rental fee for weddings in the flower garden area, seventy-five dollars for two hours. That's not bad. Twenty-five dollars for each additional hour. You can get married in under two hours. Yeah, it, most religions. True. Um, what? You know, there's yoga that happens in Gibson Park. Yes, right now. Do you now. think they have to rent or do you just show oh, up there? I think because it's not specifically the flower garden or the band shell, right? You can just show up? Yeah, I think you can just show up and do your thing. I would rent the band shell because I'd want to be, be if, on the stage. Yeah, if I was the leader of the yoga, yeah, I would be up on the stage. Like, and look then at me. everybody else would be below me. Yeah. I know that's your dream. <laughs> <laughs> I think the one that's happening right now, 1030 on Sunday mornings, I've just seen this on Facebook, is a free yoga. I I guess I was assuming that it was just in an open grassy area. I would assume you could just show up there mm-hmm. and just start. And how about you do this? You go to the park <laughs> and ask. No, you just start doing your thing and see who follows you. Yeah. Just start yelling commands like. Well, stretch this way and see who follows. I want to just one day, because you don't see this ever at Gibson Park. Yeah. Somebody just standing up on the bre- on the band shell, like pontificating. Mm. So that'll be me one day. Yeah. Go to the flowers and then see how many people just go to the flowers and then they come back. And, and just stand and look at you and wait for more directions. The geese. Yeah. Will you tell me when you're going to do this? So I can... I'm sure the news will cover Let's it. Get, yeah. Can that be when we have our hidden camera up, please? Um, the other thing I was going to mention, and I won't, again, I didn't read through all this. There were pictures, though, so I saw the pictures, mm-hmm. uh, but I can put a link to this in our show notes. There was um, the History Museum had this article titled, Great Falls Park Superintendent Has Narrow Escape from Animal, and this was in Gibson Park because if you go and you look at these photos, there are photos of animals like elk or antelope that were within gates, so there used to be more of like an like animal display looking thing within the park. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This sounds like a poor idea. Do you want to hear um, the yes. opening line yes. to this thing? Okay. The six-year-old white-tailed buck deer in the West Deer Paddock at Gibson Park <laughs> at Great Falls has gone loco. This is what the article says. And made a desperate attempt to kill the park superintendent. <laughs> <laughs> the latter's life being saved only by desperate work on the part of a form- former alderman slevy with the large hardwood club this is the opening line of this article my goodness (laughs) the male deer generally go loco they really like using that phrase it seems like an odd phrase for whenever this was written right whether it be now or whenever it's still a hundred years ago yeah yeah 
Uh, it goes on to say the male deer generally go loco for a time during rutting season, they do. which is true. And the whitetail was raging up and down the fence <laughs> to such an extent <laughs> that the superintendent concluded to put him in the house and enter the paddock for that purpose. So he was trying to help the deer not go crazy and in turn almost got killed by one. Don't approach rutting oh, animals. Um, that goes for deer, elk, antelope. should have that right well i don't I mean, think no, it was no, a certified no, zoo at that no time. disrespect no as mr reamer turned at the door to close it the deer sprang and knocked him to the ground and began goring <laughs> and trampling him oh my gosh this oh my is gosh. awful did he survive reamer though a powerful man was helpless oh my gosh this is the article <laughs> then this other person at a hardwood club and rushed in beating the deer oh my gosh which gave this guy a chance to crawl away the infuriated animal then charged this other guy several times but the club proved effective and both men got out of the paddock besides having his clothing almost torn from him and suffering many bruises and cuts Mr. Reamer was gored in the right leg above the knee, suffering a cut four inches long. A physician was summoned and the wound was attended to. My. Okay. <laughs> Here's the deal. I'm so glad I didn't read this ahead of time. <laughs> the next episode we have oh about Gibson Park. Yeah. We're going to delve in to, to the entire era of when there were caged wild animals inside the park. Two gray squirrels purchased from a Pennsylvania dealer. What the crap? Why are we purchasing squirrels? I don't... We have plenty of them. Well, they probably wouldn't be contained. The, it was suggested by the park superintendent in 1919 that the animals be moved to another park for badly needed space, but the deer weren't moved till 1932. In need of freedom, the seven-deer herd was finally pensioned off to the Highwood Mountains. The elk were removed several years prior. There used to be elk in the park. I'm telling you, this is this is utter chaos. I was holding out on you, apparently, with some good information here. I'll put a link to this article in the show notes so people can go. And there's photos of, of this time as well. What on earth? So again, don't pet animals. Don't create you a are. zoo in the middle of Gibson right. Park. This is the only things we have squirrels still, but they're not, you know, they just and run wild. Dogs. A lot of furry dogs. There's a lot of wildlife birds. still, but we're not putting them in cages no. because we are and there's not, not a certified zoo. If there's an elk there, that is not purposeful. That's going to be weird. Mm -hmm. And you're going to need to stay away. Same with moose or yeah. bear. Anything with antlers, jaws. Yeah. Yeah. If shark breaks out, don't go near it. Oh, dear. Yeah. Octopus. Wow. Well, we have the octopus. I know. That's not real, though. Well, it is a real sculpture. Yes, but it doesn't In breathe. honor of the Missouri River octopus. Mm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on at Gibson Park. It's got seemed like a big a lot of set history of history here, here <laughs> that we knew nothing about. No. I like that's amazing. Yeah. I did I'm kinda glad I didn't read that at that time. I just saw the title and was like, Oh. Although that would have been a great story to lead with in it this would've. episode. Well, this way we can I can put a little teaser at the beginning when I record the intro. Oh, make people stay till the end. Yep. I think that's a good place to wrap. I think so. I'm not sure what else we can add to it at this point. I'm afraid to add anything more. No. no. So we've taken you from current day Gibson Park all the way back to the 1900s when we used to have a zoo there. Yep. That's the story. What on earth? <laughs> Only in Great Falls. Uh-huh. Come so visit. folks, thanks for listening. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we got a little off track. 
you're going to get more of this. Mm -hmm. We've got some other great things to talk about. I'm pretty excited about our next episode um, as well that we're going to be recording together. So there's another teaser. Mm -hmm. And um, we're here to help you plan your trip if you need it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Obviously, we've got a ton of episodes that can help you with that. Or you can just talk to us Mm because we are real people. (laughs) Approachable. We aren't on pedestals or have statues made of us yet. So thank you folks for listening. And until we see your bright, smiling, happy, healthy face here in our community, we hope you are creating amazing memories with your friends and family wherever you might be. Bye-bye. We're No Damn Experts is the recorded claims from Great Falls, Montana, covering what you need to know about this amazing damn town. Damn, that felt good.